0: Declare to me is Sauron. (laughs) You heard it here first. You heard it here first. (laughs) It's been a while. It
1: has. Holidays are hard.
0: (laughs) Holidays are hard. How you been? I'm I'm good.
1: Yeah. What do you eat?
0: Kodiak cake.
1: Oh yeah. Since you got it, five boxes of them.
0: It's so cheap. It's so <laughs> cheap to buy them on Amazon.
1: That's what I, so we still have one box of the cinnamon oat one because I bought, I think, six boxes of that and six boxes of like the honey buttermilk one. <laughs> before on Amazon? On Amazon, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, that stuff's great yeah they're like they're like eight bucks at the store for a box yeah and i was like this can't be right
1: <laughs>
0: and it's just the the ones i got were like the plain buttermilk ones because mm. <clears throat> the flavored ones were all like twice as much yeah well um, and a lot not... of
1: times like at um because you go to knob hill a lot right mm-hmm um, a lot of times there, they don't even have like they cycle through having them and not, or at least they did for the last like year and oh, a half.
0: They have them constantly yeah. there now. Yeah.
1: Yeah. During the pandemic, they were always gone. Yeah. You I guess get that protein somehow, you know,
0: some, somehow is <laughs> <it's> mostly carbs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a decent amount, though, you know,
0: I yeah, was like, yeah, that's a decent amount of protein.
1: Yeah. Um, how's the fitness been running now that it's getting colder?
0: So I've been doubling up my Wendler. So I'll do two movements in one day. Are you just says,
1: bored, or
0: I'm just bored. That's all I'm doing: that and running.
1: Yeah. Why run row instead? You got that nice rower. Yeah. Here it's 20 degrees right now, so running's not super fun.
0: Yeah, it's not too bad. It was uh, we went for a run yesterday with the dogs because we're like we need to tire them out. So we walked for about half a mile, mm-hmm. and then we ran five k with the dogs. Well, so hopefully, like hopefully they're tired. That's all yeah. I care about. <laughs> Just I like the I like the uh, preview you sent me. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. the The full episode's finally done, so yeah they're like six minutes long it's like yeah
0: it's fitness related right how's your fitness going
1: um this is the first week in a long time that i've been consistent good i worked out three four times this week which is a pretty big deal
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's so hard isn't it it's so hard to like to stay motivated
1: well, and like it's snowing now. Like so, two days ago was the first like big snowstorm here. Uh huh. Um, so it's snowing now, and so like, I don't know. It's just it's tough getting outside. I did um, I did Nancy. On like Monday, which is <laughs> the five rounds of uh 400 meter run and overhead squats. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and I did that one, and just like. Like the first round I had like a hoodie and my sweatpants on, you know, second round, my hoodie was off, but it's just like, you have to start each. Like I have to start each workout session completely bundled up. And then I slowly strip throughout. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Cause it's just, it's just cold. And like yesterday when I was working out, I was like, I was hot and I didn't want to be in a closed in garage. So like halfway through the workout, I opened the garage and then I finished the weightlifting part of my workout and I suddenly like started to get cold again. I'm like, Ugh. so then I had to just close the garage. So yeah, uh, it's, it's good though. Like, honestly, it's good. I feel like I'm Ariel's doing a good job programming for me right now where I'm just trying to like what I need to work on right now more than anything is my um, like my stamina, my endurance is just gone. Yeah. Like, and, and part of that is because when we moved here, it had been a while since we had been consistent. Right. And then like every time I would do a workout here because it was so inconsistent, it was awful because we're at like 5,000 feet. Yeah. And so it felt like breathing fire through a straw. (laughs) And then I didn't want to do it again because I was like, no, this is (laughs) stupid. Um, And so it just never got to that point. So I'm kind of ramping up a little bit slower and really just trying to keep pace in all of the like mech cons that i do like she had me do yesterday it was uh double unders push press and dumbbell snatch and it was a 13 minute amrap it started 10 10 double unders five push presses two dumbbell snatches and then you added five one and two each round so like it kept my heart racing but it didn't make me feel like I couldn't breathe which was good.
0: Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, it'll come it'll come. You just you just need to get used to the elevation and
1: yeah, and I have to be consistent of <laughs> at least 3 times a week. Yeah. Cuz if I'm not then it's just like I I never get used to it. Yeah. Like so it's just staying consistent, but like finding time is a pain too because like I know like it's just I'm I'm at the brewery from seven to four and then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I'm coaching. And it's just like finding the time is just tough. Yeah. It's different than when I was just working at a gym and yeah. could work out in the middle of the day for three hours if I wanted to.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know what my excuse is. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I have one, I have one job, but I usually like, like, I don't know. I've it's been, it's been kind of hectic, especially like end of the year. Yeah, for your job, um, end
1: of the year is always crazy, isn't
0: it? End of the year is always crazy, um, and the beginning of the year is not looking to be any better either. <laughs> 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 so so I usually so, like, so you've
1: got like four months of <laughs> oh shit.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so, yeah. So usually it's just, uh, I usually start at like six or seven or I'll get up at six and, you know, it's me time, which I could use to do something, but then I usually start around seven yeah. to like work. And then I kind of work through until the end of the day. So I've been trying to like, okay, I'm going to take like an hour and a half, take a break in the middle of the day. And then that's my workout. So yeah. that seemed that seems to have been working out a little better. Um uh, and that's then usually doubling what up, I
1: end up doing on the weekends.
0: Yeah. And then doubling up the Wendler, because like usually that's what I'm just doing is just a lifting session. Yeah. And then like I'll do a day where I do some cardio.
1: Just giving up totally on those Metcons, huh?
0: I haven't given up on them. <laughs> uh I just haven't done them in a while.
1: Open's Melissa does
0: M- Melissa does all these awful fucking workouts. So she was listening to the uh, constantly varied or randomly varied podcast. Okay, I don't. It's I'm not Who- sure. I think it's the Whoop one.
1: Okay, Anyways. I've listened to a bunch of different yeah uh, CrossFit podcasts, so I may have listened to that one at some point. And so I was
0: like, I was doing, I was uh, putting the sheets on the bed, and she was playing it, and I could hear what they were saying, and, and I was like, they're talking to you. They're like, (laughs) you shouldn't be doing like awful things one after another. CrossFit isn't doing awful workouts every day. (laughs) I'm like, they're talking to you. That's
1: true. (laughs) Like doing a, like, I mean, I know people that'll do that, that they're they're like, oh no, I just want to do like half hour long Metcons. I'm like, why?
0: Like, that's what she, that's what she looks for.
1: Yeah. Throw, throw a day in there where you're doing like back squats and then Fran, which takes you like five minutes. You know what I mean?
0: yeah but that but, that doesn't seem like a workout i know because then you're in there she's usually in there for like an for like up to two hours
1: yeah well and you're not like like fran wrecks you right but it doesn't like it doesn't feel quite the same it's like yeah you're exhausted for about 30 seconds and then you're good and that's just i don't know it's just it is different
0: <sighs> yeah she did one and i was looking at it and i'm just like no <laughs> no two reasons right one is i can't i can't do wall balls because our roof oh, isn't yeah. tall enough yeah uh, i don't have space for it and then the other one is just no no i'm not gonna do that <laughs>
1: oh man when was the um, last time you did karen
0: which one's karen
1: 150 wall balls for time
0: oh it's probably when we were like, still like going to the gym gym yeah the old gym yeah oh, uh it's gross. yeah i did that one one time oh really yeah
1: i remember i did it after so i've done it a few times but the last time i did it and it was the fastest i ever did it i i used um melissa's uh trick for it what's her it's, trick it's it's like so you start at 18 uh-huh. And you, you you break it up into 18, 17, 16, 15, 14. And if you go down by one each time, by the time you hit like eight, you get to 150 or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Huh yeah. It's a good way to do it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: so for <coughs> this episode, I have this out.
0: Who Morgoth's ring.
1: I have this out.
0: Oh. Huh?
1: I have this out, <laughs> and I've got my my <coughs> up because there was just well, like I like I said to you yesterday, this is going to have to be a two parter again. Yeah. Um, Turin. When I when we when we got into Turin, I realized how much there was there, and then like I was maybe a paragraph in to uh writing about. Uh, or writing today's outline. Uh And I realized I was like, man, with how much Turin had, like our good old friend Sauron. Myron. He has been around the entire time and not just like been around where you've got like Ulmo who has like, yeah, he's been around the whole time, but he just shows up here and there like Manwe or even Aule, right? Because they all kind of go away after the middle of the first age yeah um for quite some time but you've got sauron that's there from the beginning to the end and like always meddling like always meddling um there's just a lot
0: there is a lot uh it might actually have to be a three-parter i don't <laughs> think it's going to have to be a three-parter
1: one for each age
0: one for each age <clears throat>
1: um
0: did you see my changes
1: yeah you 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 turn my outline to a book.
0: <laughs> Not a book, it's two pages. It's still two pages.
1: <laughs> I was looking at it. Was, I was like, changes? These are like insane additions." <laughs> no, it works. Um, yeah, I mean, well, so w- my favorite thing is when I very first, um, when I first started doing the outline here, um, what first came to mind was the idea that I feel like nerds like us, we know this, but we don't really understand it. And when we say it, we don't say it with the understanding. And a lot of people who have just seen the movies don't realize the Lord of the Rings is Sauron. Right. Like the books are named after the villain.
0: Yeah. Like the series. uh, yeah the the series series.
1: right right right, because there's books throughout right but the series itself is named after the villain the movies are named after the villain like it is the lord of the rings you know um and we get like one line from gandalf in the fellowship of the ring where he calls him the lord of the ring right um or it's when he's talking to Sauron, right? He says there can there can be only one Lord of the Rings, or something like that. And
0: well, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if he says it in the book.
1: I don't he, know if he says it in the book. I just remember him saying it in the movie. Yeah, he
0: says it in the movie. Yeah. And and and, and every time he says it, I always see the. It's the. Was it? Is it? Peter, Peter Griffin? Griffin? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he said it. He said
1: it. It's like it's like when he says um, when he is talking to Denethor and says who are you to deny you the return of the, king? of the king he like, said ah! it he said it.
0: he said the name of the movie
1: everyone in Elrond <laughs> you shall be the fellowship of the ring oh I hey said he it. said I know. It. it's in every single one of them it's great yeah um but yeah, yeah. and then
0: Sar- Saruman says it in uh, two towers
1: yep yep um but it's just this I idea think, that like yeah. I think it's very interesting that I, I, I do believe that most people don't realize that when they say the Lord of the Rings, just casually talking about like the books or the movies or whatever, that is Sauron.
0: They're talking about Sauron.
1: They are talking about Sauron or like you said, at the very beginning, Myron, right? But if we go even further back, which is why I have all of all of these, like mm-hmm. the Lays of Valerian, um, we actually get some of the if you if you read the original. Can I can um, I just say
0: one thing before I forget? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, movie Sauron. We don't know what what Sauron really looked like during. Right. After 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 the fall after Numenor, we don't know what he looked like. Right. Movie Sauron is basically Morgoth.
1: Yeah. And, and, and um, Peter Jackson has actually like said that. Yeah. So when I was looking up and I was, I was looking up some more stuff like that I couldn't find in the books, I was looking up online and I found um, I found an article where they were actually talking about that, where Peter Jackson basically took the idea of the early idea of the necromancer um, and the Hobbit, Uh which Tolkien in a later interview, said always was intended to be Sauron. Um, and then so like this early idea of the necromancer and then Morgoth huh. um, because we had a description of a dark lord somewhere, right? Um, so why not use it? He did, however, do the right thing and kept him a little bit shorter because um, he wasn't like towering over men and elves. He was just slightly taller. Yeah. Um. Uh. But so in the um, no, it wasn't in the, <clears throat> the lay of Lathian. Uh. So in the earliest version of um, Baron and Luthien, um, Luthien is uh traveling to go save Baron, who in that version is an elf, right? Um, and she comes across.
0: He's a um, gnome.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, which which we are, it's not called anymore because he hated the confusion between gnomes between, and gnomes, right?
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, between gnomes and between Noldor gnomes, right. And, and uh, garden gnomes and garden gnomes.
1: <laughs> um, but so he um, he had this character who was Telvido, Um and he was the prince of cats
0: tevildo um, tevildo yeah.
1: T- yeah it's Tavildo. a weird it's a very weird pronounced name um, the and pictures he-
0: of, the pictures in, in baron and and the hardcover that you have yeah they're good the
1: giant cat
0: the giant cat yeah.
1: yeah um and that was that was kind of that place um that sauron would eventually take um, because he was like he was melkor's right-hand man he like kind of ran things in um in that area um and and uh had a tower that essentially was would end up being um uh which one is it toll toll syrian
0: he took toll syrian he renamed it
1: yeah, so in, in that early edition, though, it was, it, it would like, I can't remember the name of that tower in the early one with, uh, with the Prince of Cats, but it essentially will, in the story, become Tulsirian, right? Yeah. Um, and then another version of him a little bit further on into the Baron and Luthien, like, writing out was Thu. And that one's my favorite one to say, because I just think that's a cool name. Um, and he was the Lord of Werewolves. He was also a necromancer. Um, And so when we first find Baron getting captured um, later on in the stories, he's captured by Thu, who is Morgoth's lieutenant. Yeah. Um, All of that ends up changing when Tolkien really fleshes out the... Pantheon, pantheon of the gods right when yeah. he when he fleshes out the music of the einor and like what that means um because the first part of the even in the earliest tales of the music of the einor maya were sons and daughters of the valar valar instead of just being one group of einor right um so once he really <sighs> fleshed that out that's when this idea of of maya basically having passions of their own um and being able to follow where they will and be a part of and kind of like um not subservient to a valar but
0: um they're like assistants yeah, yeah, they're, they're assisting them. So like, it's yeah. So the the valar, they're the assistant
1: the, of the regional managers. <laughs> yeah, they're, so they're,
0: they're the Dwight Schroots of, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, of of uh, of of uh, Aman. Uh, no, but they but so like you have the the gods who are in charge of certain aspects like of the like general aspects of the world, and then the Maiar who are just kind of like, oh, this is my thing, right? It's 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 similar to like Greek uh mythology mm-hmm. right where you have where you have the the gods right and you have the lesser gods who uh have an aspect of that uh whatever it is
1: yeah like yeah i mean i think we've talked about this before but it always makes me think kind of like of like wood sprites and different stuff like that right so you've got like you've got yavana who's in charge of growing things right but then there are a ton of other like lesser gods that are in the woods helping, you know, like um, Melian. Melian. Um, like Melian is one that's <laughs> like, like, I have I no know, idea where you're going. Melian is one that she just like, <clears throat> she's in the woods. She helps help, you know, help grow things and stuff like that because yeah. that's just part of who she is. She doesn't create the trees like Yavana does, but she helps them grow and, and, and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Um, so we get the same thing with um with this mayar that we are introduced to maya that uh and he is called uh myron and myron uh at the time and i wonder how long he was actually under the tutelage of aole uh, before he quickly went over to um melkor and how much of an overlap there because we've discussed so we've discussed an overlap there right yeah. so um well give us a little a little context of like myron and kind of who he is and all that stuff
0: uh in terms of like his personality yeah or why he's tied to to mean, par-
1: yeah partially why he's tied to allay right
0: so so yeah so like so his his kind of focus was order and creating and 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 planning, right? which which goes hand in hand with like crafting, right? Mm-hmm. so uh, if you're if you're the god of crafting and you're responsible for making like the firmament, right? right and all this stuff, you need someone to help you plan and create that. And so that's kind of where he, I think he kind of fills in. So he becomes this like crafter, right. which later, benefits him and we've talked about this before right In you know in in creating like the rings of power mm-hmm. so and and i'm sure like part of the crafting also is like in crafting himself new bodies and new disguises yeah which which um which bet which definitely benefits him and benefits melkor uh in in the first age of the second age um uh, And so that's, I think, how he became tied to Aule. As far as, like, how things really, like, how long, like, they were, it's hard to say.
1: Yeah. I know that it says, like, he quickly, when he saw Melkor's designs, he quickly went to, like, that side. side of things.
0: Yeah. And so, yeah, so he became, like... So, you know, I have it in, in my book, right, that I wrote uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, you know, his likes are order, planning, coordination, right? Mm-hmm. And his dislikes are confusion and chaos. Right. And so he really wanted to, to have things in place and working and this and that. So he became super, um, uh, he became an Uber type A individual, when right. it came to this stuff. Right. And it like consumed him so much to the point that he uh, uh, OCD'd over running everything ordered and planned that it became, it's not just about order and planning. It's about my order, my plan, right? my Which- court, my way. Right. And so his motto is organized and planned by Sauron. Fuck your feelings.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. And, and like it, it's funny because if you think about it that way and you think about the things that he, that he created and that he like kind of relied on, um, like orcs, orcs were, you follow orders and you die. Mm-hmm. Like they, they like there's no questions, um, with orcs, right. We get, yeah. we get, we get a small, and this was, this is generations and generations and generations later, thousands upon thousands of years later, we get a small discussion, um, between orcs, uh, in, in just outside of Moria and Kirithungal, right. In the books Mm -hmm. where you've got an orc basically like saying, why are we doing this? Like, why are we following this guy? You know, this, this, like this type of idea, but for the most part, I mean, orcs are happy fodder. Yeah. Like they, they just, and, and if you want organization, if you want that and not chaos, you tell people to go do something and they do it and if they die, they die, you know and although
0: like, they tend to be pretty chaotic.
1: They are very chaotic. They, I and mean they in, throw they throw their...
0: themselves they throw themselves in waves, but like in the movies, right? you see you see like you see them like cowering and 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 taking off at parts in, in the movie.
1: Right. But even more so, I mean, like the whole point of seeing what happens when like when Sauron's defeated, Right. Like in in the well, in the movie, there's that whole thing that like collapses, which isn't quite what happens in the book. In the book, basically, they just all scatter.
0: Yeah. Because there's uh... there's no
1: organization anymore. Right. Yeah. Like there's no there's no hive mind. It's yeah. like it's all it's all gone now. And they just they don't know what to do. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the fact that he is he loves that. But you're right. It, it, it was to a fault. And he saw what Melkor's plan was with the Earth, right. and he was like, "Well, that's better. Yeah, like I'll I'll be a part of that.
0: Yeah, because he he saw how strong uh, Melkor was, right? Right. And he saw through Melkor uh, a vehicle where he could achieve his goals of order.
1: Yeah, Because right? Sauron uh, was never not thinking about himself, right." right like right like it was never like yes in servitude of you Melkor like no it was always trying to find ways to bring about his own power and gain and and order
0: right and he was fine serving Melkor right right it's not like he had designs to like I don't know maybe he did maybe he did but
1: he, he was not playing told that, the long game <laughs> yeah we're not
0: told that he had designs to take over for for Melkor Right. Um. And uh. Uh. But even still, I to read something. It's like you know he wasn't he wasn't evil. Like his intention wasn't evil.
1: Right. Or not. Not right. that his
0: intention wasn't evil. Like Melkor was evil. Melkor right. wanted to destroy, destroy. the world. Destroy the world. Corrupt everything. Right. Yeah. Right. Sauron didn't want to do that. Sauron wanted to rule the world. Yeah. <laughs> right. They're still evil, but Good he intentions. wasn't as yeah. <laughs> he had better intentions than Melkor. I'm like, yeah. if you're going to if you if your choice is between Melkor and Sauron, I mean, who are you going to back?
1: Right. <laughs> I mean, I mean, complete nutter utter destruction or just a really, really ordered world, you know? Yeah.
0: Where you're uh, kind of a slave. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Where there's no free will whatsoever. Um, yeah. Yeah. But like, that's the thing, right? Is, is he, yeah, I, I think maybe we were reading the same thing there because what um, I was reading about it, what, it was, uh, I think, like a letter that Tolkien had wrote that said that overall, like Sauron was a little bit more formidable than, than Melkor. And the reason why is, is um, Melkor, like you said, had one goal. It was, he had, he had daddy issues, right? Yeah. And he wanted to destroy everything that daddy made because, because his dad embarrassed him at the beginning when he said, All of the chaos that you tried to sow, that was all part of my plan. Yeah. Right. And so Melkor got embarrassed there. And since then, it's been fuck all of dad's creations. And so he, he just constantly was fuck all your creations. I hate elves. I hate men. I hate this earth that you have like condemned me to, that I can't rule. So I'm just going to destroy everything. Right. That's what we saw in, um, in the Dagger Bragalock. Right. He, he didn't go out like calculating, it was fire to everything, burn yep. it all down
0: burn it burn it down
1: yeah just burn it all down yeah um and and so he um Sauron because he started with better intentions with the idea of (laughs) I like how we're
0: saying this I know
1: (laughs) (laughs) with the idea of like order in mind of um of of keeping things clean Right Um, and neat. He had more of, and this is according to Tolkien. He had more of an understanding of even the entirety of the music of the Ainur, because he wasn't fixated on just the discord that Melkor was sewing. Right, he was also paying attention to everything else. He was paying attention to the the crafting, the way that things were being built and made and, you know, all of these other things. And and so when he got to Arda, it was a, a thing that he was more interested in at first to create an order. And like you said, Aule is like, all right, I've got to do like, I've got to build mountains. I've got to decide where, like rivers go and you know this and that and and so many other things and i i feel like myron at the time like this is my time like i got this don't worry yeah. like we'll, city
0: plant, city planner extraordinaire <laughs> yeah, myron exactly.
1: it's like yeah. we'll we'll figure this out and uh yeah. we'll, we'll get it going um Who, so,
0: whoever am i gonna find to do this
1: and he knock, was knock and, and honestly he was actually probably like I bet I bet Sauron or Myron at the time, right? I bet Myron had a little bit of a beef with Melkor at first because I bet it pissed him off when Melkor collapsed the towers. Yeah. when, when Melkor collapsed the lights, because that that caused so much destruction and chaos. It yeah. completely reshaped the world. And uh, like I can only imagine that Sauron was like this motherfucker. Like, and even when he went over to his side after seeing like his plans, he probably still in his heart. He's like, this son of a bitch ruined the very first thing that I made.
0: <laughs> he, I, I, I just picture I picture the opposite. I picture him doing that and go that asshole. Gotta give him props.
1: <laughs> or a, a uh, what, what is it? The Rick and Morty, the, you son of a bitch. I'm in. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That was it.
0: (laughs) Uh, So we're, so yeah, so, so, so Myron decides to join Morgoth, right? Right. And he gets renamed uh, by the elves. Right. To Sauron, which means the Abhorred. The Abhorred. He also had another name, Gorthar.
1: Something weird like that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, something like that. Um, I was just I always picture Gozar from oh. uh, <laughs> in my head. That's what I see. Um, anyways, so uh, gets renamed by the elves. Uh, and like we've said, he is Morgoth's uh right hand during the first age, uh, really, really pre first stage and then first age. Right. Um <clears throat> and uh and it was probably because of, like, his skills, right? The skills that he ultimately most likely learned from Aley, right? Crafting. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a shapeshifter. <clears throat> he was also really good at being deceptful. De- right. Uh, Deceitful. That's the right word. Deceitful. Deceitful. Um, and so he was Morgoth's spy master. Right. Uh, so he was, you know, he was in charge of uh, the war effort. Uh, but he was also like the spy master, and so he had spies everywhere, and so a lot of what Sauron does and is able to accomplish is because of his spy network right uh, and, and I feel
1: like we get like we never um and we've talked about this before in in our early history ones, right because we we've talked about these these pieces, but we we never get it a a direct like Tolkien saying this was this person doing this thing. Right. But the, the, the style in which he, he talks about like, it's good. Yeah. It's always like, it was probably, it was, you know, it was most likely. And and, in, in the back of your mind, if you know who like Myron and Sauron were, it's like, Oh, that was Sauron. Like that, that that was definitely Sauron.
0: Yeah. And, uh, and so it was either, so it was Sauron or it was, on Sauron's orders that he gave to his, his spies, right. That, uh, you know, he was probably the one convincing the elves at the very beginning. Hey, you can't trust the Valar because mm-hmm. they were, they were afraid of, of, uh, Omo. Oh it? Yeah. No, it was Orme, Orme,
1: Orme because they, they'd been getting snatched up.
0: Yeah. They'd been getting snatched by up, the but, freaking freaking but, I, <laughs> but I think they've also heard like tales about the Valar. Right,
1: right. The, the giants across the sea. <laughs> right,
0: and even during the the Battle of the Powers, right, there were there were the Avari who decided, no, we're not going with you guys. Yeah, like, because they were terrified of what they were hearing. Right, and I'm sure what they were hearing were other you know lies being perpetuated uh, being perpetuated by Sauron. Right, saying, oh, well, these guys, these guys are going to come take you, and
1: it's going to. And be I bad. actually, so I actually like the idea um, that you presented a long time ago. Um, about the, uh, like, turning elves into orcs. Uh-huh. And this idea that, like, it could I have been... Be... Yeah, well, because well, you were talking... To... So, it, it, I, I like the idea that during this time, it's possible that, like, when these elves were getting snatched up, maybe they weren't. Maybe they were just getting convinced by Sauron that maybe, like don't like, don't follow these giants across the water. Don't like, this is like, they want to enslave you. They want to do all of this stuff. Right. So that, so he starts bringing elves to his side and the turning them to orcs is them. Like you said, being corrupted. Yeah. Making one wrong decision after the next, after the next, after the next. Oh, That's right. I did say that. That was my, uh, that was my Lord. Yeah.
0: That was my Lord of the Rings, uh, Knights of the old Republic. reference yeah so like uh, just
1: the idea of being able of of him doing that right, and bringing them one step closer each time until after a while now he's got a band of orcs yeah. right he's he's got a new race um because of it type right. of thing um and you know that morgoth well one Morgoth didn't really leave his nest uh no. very much, right. Um, but two, he wouldn't have been able, um, once the elves had awoken, um, and, and done all of that, he wouldn't have really have been able to convince them himself Yeah, because he himself was too much. He was, he was too powerful, right? Yeah. At that time he was, he was too much. And so you send a lesser you send your, your spy master, you send your servant that way to look like a beautiful elf or even a Maya. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, like, like an emissary across the water, just like the Astaris are, which were also Maya's or yeah. Maya, Maya's 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 oh,
0: Maya, Mayar.
1: Mayar, there Mayar. we go. Yeah. Um, who were also Maya, you know, they got sent across the water from Valinor. So like, why is it so weird that I, they would have I, sent one before
0: i think if it, if sauron was the one actually talking to them he would have gone in as an elf
1: yeah yeah
0: just like he did and he he, he probably thought an well, it wor- yeah he probably thought it worked once before right <laughs> and so he just decided <laughs> to pull out the old avatar again but at it's that, like, that man, point i haven't
1: been this guy in a while here we go I know, but at that <laughs> point they
0: were like oh we've seen this guy before yeah right um, uh and so you know You know, as the spy master spreading lies um, and, uh, you know, he did it, he did it with the elves. He did it with men, most likely telling them, you know, what their true uh what is it the what their true origin is and right and and
1: nature yeah like him him spreading lies of like no you guys are supposed to be like the elves you guys your your race had a fall there was a mistake made and that's why you die and they're just like wait what (laughs) yeah instead of it being this gift
0: you know yeah and then later when the Noldor come back to Middle earth definitely probably had a hand to play in saying hey Whisper, whispering about the Noldor to the Sindar, right? You know, guess what they did to your to your folk back in uh tolerasea Well, and even in Avalon. the
1: even in the um. Do you remember the meeting with the Sons of Feanor? Um, where uh, one of the sons of Finarfin, I can't remember if it's like Amras or one of them. Um, but one of the sons of Finarfin was there. And he fought with the sons of Feanor, right? He argued with them about like this and that and blah 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 blah. And then they leave, and they get back together, and um, he's like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Like uh, so, so even there, like sowing discord among the Noldor, right? Yeah. Where I mean, who else could it have been? Like, we don't know any other shapeshifter like that we malevolent
0: malevolent being in middle earth at that time yeah who would do something like that the only one we know of that does stuff like that is Morgoth or Sauron uh, Sauron. so
1: so we know that or we we can conclude that he snuck into this meeting of the high noldor right and basically just pretended to be one of them and like again argued sowed that discord between elves right because because all he wanted he just he was he was bringing about morgoth's vision here Right. right which is
0: which is uh have if you don't have the elves working together they're less of a threat to you yeah right if they're working together then forget about it um uh but eventually morgoth gets captured in battle of the powers um so during that time they search it to no, they search Angband, can't find sauron and they're just like fuck it i guess he's not here right because he they're like died.
1: i know i know this motherfucker is here somewhere <laughs> yeah uh
0: way to way to finish the you know the project <laughs> uh, he's not here must not have been here at all anyways so yeah. i guess we're good let's I go guess We're all all right i guess we're all right so uh so he ends up Escaping capture and just hangs out there uh, preparing uh, for Morgoth's eventual return, uh, which he does. Right. Right. And uh, so this is, this is what we kind of get in the stories and kind of the mythology of all of of it. Uh, The first time we hear Sauron by name though, is after Dagor Braggalok, right. Right. The battle of Sunflame uh uh where uh uh Sauron takes Tol Sirion uh and it becomes the isle of werewolves
1: Tol in Gauroth. Gaurhoth. Gaurhoth. Tol like in that. Gaurhoth.
0: <laughs> we're not we're not per- yeah we're not linguists
1: yeah i'm not great at sindarin <laughs> um <laughs> But uh, it's funny because you were talking about how, um, you know, when Morgoth was gone, um, he was, you know, he was chilling and, and, and like waiting for the return of his master type of thing, um, which which I agree. But I do feel like um, I feel like Sauron and Gothmog were not best friends. No. Um, so like you, you look at the Balrogs, right? Mm-hmm. And so these these two beings are are the same, right? They're they they're they're the same race. They're both of the race of the Maiar, right? Yeah. Um, uh, Balrogs, Gothmog specifically being more a fire, right? And um, Myron Sauron being um a more of a builder order type of thing, right? Um, and I do believe I feel like like Gothmog and the Balrogs, our favorite metal band um, <laughs> came to Morgoth because they like the idea of chaos and fire. Yep. Right. Burn everything down is their idea. Well, fire
0: is chaos.
1: Right. And so like their, their whole thing is just like burn it all down. Yeah. Destroy burn. Um, my, my dark Lord tells me to go out and wreck you know, wreck house and I go out and I wreck house. There's no yeah. there's no order to it. Um and then Still they've got
0: controlled bird.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then they've got Sauron coming in and being like, well, let's think about this, you know. And I, I can just I could just imagine like Gothmog being there, you know, it's 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 those two henchmen that hate each other. You know, well, you've got it, you've got the the master. You you've got this in like TV shows and everything, yeah. right? You've got the two henchmen that hate each other, and so you've got Sauron coming in saying that he defected from the Valar, right? And he's like, "I'm here to bring order to your plans, to this and this and this." And and Gothmog's over here, just like this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, because he essentially,
0: time. yeah, it's essentially a race to who's who's second, right? Yeah, Gothmog or Sauron, Sauron. right? Because we're um,
1: told often that Gothmog is kind of Morgoth's right hand in battle.
0: Yeah, right. Well, he's the one that comes to to rescue him
1: from Angolia.
0: Shelob. Yeah, yeah. From Mongolia.
1: I knew you were going to uh, say Shelob. That's why I, I jumped in with Angolian first. I don't know. <laughs>
0: uh, and uh, and so so like he's important. But I think Sauron is more important in what he's able to do right. for uh, Morgoth's ultimate goal, because
1: right? Sauron's not a blunt instrument. <laughs> yeah, Gothmog is a blunt. In Gothmog is our favorite metal battle- metal band. Like that's like he is yeah. just like he's
0: just a head banging. Yeah, It's yeah, just, just, like, just
1: anger, fire, like loud noises. Like that's what. Let's he go. Does.
0: Yeah. yeah, let's go.
1: Um, whereas you know, you've got, so I see, I see Gothmog to a lesser extent, but I see Gothmog like Tulkas, but without the virtue. Right. I was, I was going
0: to try, I was going to try to bring in some of the fitness aspect to this. And I was going (laughs) to say like, like Gothmog is your just like power lifter. Right. That's all he does. And Sauron's more your, you know, your, your Tia.
1: Yeah, yeah. Who, who can just do? He, he brings a board to the table. Who could
0: do anything? Like, oh, bobsled, bobsled team? Yeah, I could do that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I've been to the Olympics already in weightlifting yeah. and won the, yeah. the CrossFit Games five times. I'm a go in yeah. bobsled. Yeah. yeah. No, exactly. Um, because they just have more.
0: Declare to me is Sauron. <laughs> you heard it here first. You heard
1: it here first. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think it's really interesting kind of the the differences between... And, and you know, it, again, you see this in, in tons of movies. You read it in tons of books and stuff like that. Everybody, like, a leader usually has both of these characters and needs both of these characters at certain times, right? Yep. You need your blunt instrument, who is Gothmog and the Balrogs, and you need the one that is more strategic and... Quite possibly, will take everything from you if they get the chance, right? Um, and that was Sauron.
0: So let's let's fast forward a little bit. And this isn't in the in the outline. Yeah, outline slash book. Um, who is Sauron's blunt I- instrument?
1: Right, because the Balrogs <laughs> don't obey Sauron. No. Nope. Um. Later on. No. Nope. Um. I mean, he had like Shagrat and stuff like that, but
0: yeah, he had the orcs. So right. usually, like, are the all are the are all the orcs? <laughs> the because...
1: orcs are his blunt instrument, and then he has yeah. Sauron as kind of his like. Oh, smarter... I wouldn't even say
0: I wouldn't even say Saur Sauron was his uh his Sauron. No. No. Okay. I would say the Witch King.
1: Oh yeah, yeah.
0: The Witch King um, until he fell, and then it was the Mouth of Sauron, which is another uh, new, black Numenorean. Yeah, another what of, we know
1: of that race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess you're right. Um,
0: but he doesn't really have a, a blunt instrument.
1: Well, so that's what I would say. So I would say the orcs are the blunt instrument, and the Nazgul are his Sauron, the yeah. Nine, like the all nine. of them together. Yeah. Like, That's what I would say. Yeah, they're like his SEAL team six, where where <laughs> Sauron was just kind of that in and of himself. Yeah. With Morgoth. Um, Anyways,
0: just a little segue.
1: Yeah. Um, so he is he's he's helped this entire time in the shadows, right? We we know will we can infer this as much as we're given the information, right? That that he's helped for a very long time in the shadows and now finally when he takes Tol Sirion we hear his name. Yeah. And we we we're introduced to who he is, right? Um and honestly like right out the gate he's kind of a terrifying being. Yeah. Because I don't know if at this point he has already just garnished a ton of power because again, we're looking at the same it's funny because I was thinking about this yesterday. We're looking at the same being as Gandalf, right? Yeah. They are the same race. However, same class,
0: class of being.
1: Yeah. However, if we want to tie it back to fitness, I, in the fitness world, am a CrossFitter. <laughs> Tia Claire Toomey is also a CrossFitter. I am like Gandalf. <laughs> No, I would say I am like Gandalf. Like I, I'm not even.
0: Close. Oh no no no! I'm Radagast. <laughs> Radagast. I'm Radagast.
1: No. like not even close. I would say I would say the only Maya um, that we know of later on um, that are on par with Sauron are probably like Ose, um, if he had gone that way, right? Yep. Uh, Melian. Because she's able to keep him out for a very, very long time. Um and um shoot, there was one other that I was going for. Uh oh, um um uh Arian, the the uh, yeah. harbinger of the sun, right? Yeah. Um because I would say even Tilian, like Tilian's great and like, but he doesn't have nearly the power and like majesty that that Arian does right um so there there there's definitely a different class like i said like i'm a crossfitter but i'm not going to the games right there's there's a class of crossfitter that are like the games crossfitters and then there's the you know millions of others that do it at their gym right um and that's kind of how i i i see that where yeah, maybe some of them are kind of in the competition, but not really, right? And that's what we're looking at with Sauron is that he he had gotten to a point in his power of of being a Maya that like we just don't see in other creatures, in other beings of Middle Earth, and it's 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 pretty impressive, yeah. um, because the first time that we really see his power is. Um, with the death of Barahir. So when we did the, um, the history episode about Dagor Braggalach, um, we got into the fact that uh, Barahir and 12 of his men had to leave, right? Yep. And they went out into the wilderness um, and they were outlaws and, and renegades and all that stuff because they had nowhere to live, right? Um, and during this time, um, Gormil. Was very very unhappy. Gorlam uh, Gorlim, Gormil? I, man, I'm like dyslexic <laughs> today. All the all the letters are right, uh, all the letters yeah. are there, but they're not in the right order. <laughs> so Gorlim was um, one
0: of his twelve. One of his twelve men,
1: right? And he was he was not having it anymore. His wife had died during. Um, well, he
0: didn't know what happened to his wife. So true. he he was unsure of what happened to his wife. And so every like so often he would go back to like his home, right? See if she was and there. He was
1: certain that like he was pretty certain that she was dead.
0: He was pretty certain that she was dead, but he was you know still hopeful. Right? Still had a hope. And so the spy master gets wind of this that one of Barrier's men does this on a regular basis. Right It's like a yearly trip that he goes back home to see if his wife's there, right, and so he lays a trap for him, and on and on the the next visit that Gorlin makes to his to his home, he sees what he thinks is his wife um, and he goes after her and he gets captured by Sauron's men who mm. beat him, torture him, and they're trying to get the information of where Barr here is. and so then they. They ultimately tell him, Well, if you tell us where Bar here is, we will take you to, we will, we will uh reunite you with your wife.
1: The classic villain line.
0: Yeah. He's not lying. And so, right. And so, <laughs> and so he he doesn't tell them, uh, but he agrees, right? And so they take him to Sauron. And so Gorlim believes that Sauron has his wife, and so he gives up bear here's location and sauron uh keeps his end of the deal
1: he says tells "Your wife's him, dead and,
0: your wife's dead and i will gladly reunite you with her yeah um and we're told in the book that he yeah it was just he was put to death cruelly yeah. uh, so you could only imagine like what sauron did already i mean it's cruel enough to 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 you know a think get that your wife, your wife up. is dead right but then you see her uh and then you're told oh you're going to get reunited with her right. only to only to get you know the 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 genie treatment and you're going to get reunited with her all right right uh well uh, and like
1: that's the thing right <laughs> is we see in this time we see the the quote unquote magic that sauron has
0: right cuz like, who who else would have been the wife right right it was either it was either a vision that, that Sauron created. project that he created, right, or it was him, yeah, right. Um, and so uh, you know, this is the first of his abilities that we see, and then we we again, and you could talk about this one as we see his power again shortly thereafter with him with uh, Baron and during Baron's quest for the Silmaril,
1: right. And and it, it's crazy because like um like he i guess that's that's where like it's coming in is is the Sauron that we see the Sauron that we see in the first age is like terrifying and cruel the Sauron that we see in the second age is kind of like a whisperer and an asshole right and then in the third age we just kind of see him as this Disembodied thing, right? But the first age Sauron, I mean, this very first thing that we get out of him, like he is scary, like he is not something to mess with. Yeah. Um, but Baron, good young Baron, finds out that at, at, at a point um during the quest of the Silmaril, he finds out that. Sauron was the one who killed his father so he kind of vowed vengeance on Sauron right that, w- that was kind of one of his things while he Baron. was doing this quest he kind of he, he he vowed for this right and then and so Finrod felagon goes with Baron on his quest and they get to well they get captured right they're disguised as orcs um, through Finrod's like magic he kind of puts like a thing over them and disguises them as orcs. Um, and <clears throat> they get to um Tolin Garhoff. Yes, Finrod's like this Noldor, and he's got some, you know, what we consider magic, but nothing compared to Sauron. Oh. So they have an epic rap battle, right? And like I think it's my favorite part of the book. It's just this idea that well, got... you
0: you picture you picture a rap battle, right? It's right. it's all all magic in the Lord of the Rings must be sung. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. everybody sings a song in order to create magic. Well, and, and so
1: and in the lays of Balinian, because it's in poem form.
0: Yeah, it's a rap.
1: When it gets to that, it's like it's it's a rap battle, and it's fantastic. Finrod getting there, and um. And um, Sauron, basically, like, I see through your magic. I'm going to break through by singing this spell, right? Yeah. And then Finrod comes back with, no, I'm going to sing this spell back at you. And they have this, like like I said, like epic rap battle of, yeah. of, 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 of magic to the point where Finrod eventually is spent. Yeah. And Sauron I, wins. I,
0: yeah, I love the way that the that the poem is 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 uh described right that their their battle right it talks about it like sauron used uh, a spell like a, a a song of of uh magic or whatever i forget what mm-hmm. the exact wording is to to expose them right right Right. And then, uh, Finrod used his own magic spell to, like, essentially, like, fortify their resolve to not be discovered. Right. Uh, and the way that the the poem is described is, you know, it's it's you know, Finrod's able to to hearken to to Nargothrond and then, and then across the sea to, Mm -hmm. to Amon. And then, and then I, and then the clouds start to form. Right. And then you, and then it talks about the Kinslane. And so I see like, like, like he's, he, I see it as Finrod using the power that the Valar gave him, right. Reaching back to the Valar to get this power so he can defeat Sauron and the Valar going, wait a second. Yeah, like we, we told you, rem- you we won't you rem- help you. Do you remember this? And yeah. then him seeing like the slain and what they did, because uh, it talks about them, you know, killing their kin, right? And taking their boats, right. right? And you
1: know that like Sauron used that to his advantage too. Yeah,
0: and and then and then his power is spent, right? Yeah, and so like that that kind of image of him just kind of reaching back in the valley, going, wait, 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 wait. This is why
1: we need Baron and Luthien as like some sort of like Amazon mini series or standalone like that spin off. Yeah. Because it's just, it's, and like, could you imagine seeing Sauron in this, in this form as, as the Lord of werewolves and just like, Oh, it'd be so good. Okay. <laughs> so, so this happens, right. And, and it, it, it is amazing part of, I mean, like I said, you can read it as the poem in the Lays of Beleriand. It's in Baron and Luthien, um, and they talk about it in the Silmarillion, right? But there are a bunch of different ways that it's worded, and they're all awesome, and it all shows the, the like, might and, and evil of Sauron, right? Yep. And so they're captured, and um, Sauron puts them in a dungeon, and slowly lets his werewolves eat them, and one by one, his they die. men. Yeah, yeah, the men yeah, that, that go the with the men him. that go with Baron
0: until um, it's until it's Baron and uh, Finrod are the last two,
1: and then Finrod saves Baron, and that's how I mean that's how Finrod dies, and, um, and so we see Sauron just being. Cruel, right? Just holding on to baron and and his men over time. Now that was a little bit of his downfall. Had he just killed him um, and not been Sauron the abhorrent, right? Yeah. Um, he probably would have gotten away just fine. Yeah. Uh, but instead, Luthien
0: catches up, <laughs> so he becomes the biggest, baddest, most terrifying werewolf middle earth had ever seen right um, so much so that even Juan is like the fuck is yeah, he this? like
1: he like cowered back like oh. yeah <laughs> and this is a dog who had hunted all manner of things with orme like yeah. all manner of things and he gets terrified by i mean a giant ass werewolf yeah
0: <laughs> Uh, but Juan's able to beat him and has Sauron in his jaws, and you know while he's in his jaws, Sauron is trying every possible thing he can to try to get out, and changes into a serpent and a bunch of other shit. Like he changes into his regular self, um, and he finally decides I I can't, so right. he taps out and gives uh gives back the Isle of Werewolves to to Luthien, and she gets right. control of it. Juan um, lets Sauron go. Sauron turns into a vampire, takes off.
1: Which again, what? Yeah. But awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and, and we see, like, at this time, we've now seen him either be able to project images or, or become many different people and things right we 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 see in that moment where he's um it's it there's there's some disney movie that it reminds me of where like a person is changing into like multiple different things to get out of it i don't know if it's like aladdin or something like that but anyway um or hercules maybe anyway um that that he's which
0: one is it oh now you you know what i'm
1: talking about right
0: i do know what you're talking about
1: we we've seen his power now. Yes, he is defeated, but we also see his power in that, right? We he's able to get away, he's able to negotiate his way out of it. Yeah. And and that again is a power that we see more and more as as he goes on and becomes the Sauron that we know from the movies, right? The Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Because he is this mastermind this negotiator this this deceiver deceiver right um and and he does that so well because just like so many other really 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 good deceivers he mostly tells truths and he puts them in in very difficult ways and then just changes one or two things right and so he he tells a lot of truths when he's deceiving people and that's i mean that's what makes him so good <laughs> right like that's what so makes good him it be, so good at it
0: so good at being so bad
1: yeah um and and all of this is leading up to we we kind of don't see him again until after the war of wrath um and this is when morgoth is Finally defeated, right? Thingorim is thrown down. Um, and they 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 leave nothing behind this time, even though we know that like the Belrogs did actually like escape, right? Yeah. Um and at in, least at
0: least one.
1: Right. And in the wreckage of this is um Sauron. Yeah. and 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 because of the situation I'll even go back to calling him myron yeah myron is in the wreckage here
0: I think I think I think after the battle and what he sees and goes yeah maybe this guy wasn't the strongest guy to put my chips into right he he has a moment where he wants to repent is probably right. too strong of a word but we've but he hung-
1: yeah, because we've talked yeah. about this. We've talked about the idea that like Myron isn't wholly evil. Yeah. And, and even through everything that he's done, he's even given a chance.
0: Right. Yeah. Well, he's he. So so he he decides, OK, I'm going to look my best. Right. Right. And he changes into his best form. And he goes and tells people that he is sorry for what he did. Right. Uh, but it's uh A. Anway, Manway's Herald, who tells him, Don't tell me, right? Right.
1: I am, you I, have am to... I am of the same as you. I can't yeah. judge you, bro.
0: Yeah. And right? he's like, it's not and it's not up to me. He's like, you have to say this to Manway and receive his judgment. Yeah. Right. Because you can't just like say, I'm sorry.
1: Right. Now, the thing uh, is, is like we we know. So so pride is a big factor here. Right. Yeah. Um, we've, Pride's we've always a
0: factor. In, in yeah. Tolkien. We
1: we've seen this time and time again where where pride is the reason why people don't don't go back. and And it's 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 what we've said. It's the it's the story that they tell themselves. Right. So okay. Sauron here. Uh, or Myron here, um, just like um, the, the Noldor uh, tells himself, if I go back, I will be punished harshly. He doesn't know. And, yeah. and what's harshly, right? They, they took the lord of all evil and they just put him in jail for th- three ages. Like, yeah. it's no big deal for, for immortal beings. And then right? he
0: was like, you're cool. Yeah. You can hang out now. And then that went to shit.
1: Right. <laughs> and, and, and because Myron wasn't wholly evil, because he was thinking, now granted, he was still thinking about himself and he was still prideful here, right? He was trying to save himself in doing all of this. Right. But even with that, had he gone back, had he taken the judgment and had he had to chill in the halls of Mandos for an age, that's not the end of the world. Oh. Right, he could have still been a a productive member of society afterward. And well, it's just
0: help. It's just order. yeah. It's just like the Noldor, right? Right when they when when it's Eärendil again, right? Telling them like, "Hey, this is your last chance. Turn back right. and apologize, right? Before you do something you're really going to regret," which they did. Right, um, don't be
1: stupid, guys. <laughs>
0: don't be stupid, uh, and. Uh, and it's finarfin who's the only one that comes uh, it's is it Fenarfin? yeah finarfin's the only one who comes back right right um
1: and and his people a, a, and his a, people a small amount of his people small
0: amount small amount, small amount of his people yeah. but everyone else is just like oh i don't know if i can do that
1: yeah i don't know if i can be judged yeah like yeah and 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 i do think that um Part of it too is like Aeonwe we didn't talk about him because he's not really part of Middle Earth. He's kind of he's kind of like Manwe in that he's he's an ass and doesn't care about anything else, right? Um and so, but I do think that Aeonwe, in terms of power, is on par with Myron, right? Yeah. And and so Aeonwe is there basically as this um i've been watching uh supernatural again have you ever seen that
0: oh no i've never watched it
1: it's it's fun um but like i see it as like basically a is like michael the archangel and sauron is like a repentant lucifer and that michael is just coming and being like dude we're brothers like I, i i need you to come back like, I, I need you to come back. I need you to, like, just talk to the gods. And, and you know, we'll see what happens from there.
0: Well, but, Ayanwe is the chief of the Maiar. So that's right. probably why he went to A- Ayanwe first. Because he's like, oh, you're the one that I need to talk to. He's like, no, no, no. You need to go to my boss. Yeah, right. Like, this is <laughs> like, how bad things are.
1: <laughs> like, we got to go up the chain here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, uh, and that's the thing, Like, right? He's, he does say, like, I I'm... I'm of your same being, like I can't judge you. It's got to yeah. be higher than me, yeah. um, and and so I feel like it, it doesn't really tell us. But what I think happens is Myron says, "Okay, I'll be there." Aonway bounces, and Sauron goes, "Nope," and yeah. goes and hides.
0: Yeah, that we're told that Sauron not wanting to be humiliated by whatever judgment and whatever humiliation like in Sauron's eyes whatever right. constitutes humiliation to Sauron we don't know
1: right uh, because that's not like that's the thing and and I think that this is the problem with people who do understand evil because we've talked about the problem of people who don't understand evil right that's monwe but the yeah. problem with people who do understand evil is they see evil in possible situations so Manwe doesn't know how to hum- humiliate like as much of an asshole as he is. Manwe he's, is, is literally blind justice. Yeah. Right. Like that's all he does. It's not, it's not a, a um, what's, what's it called? Punitive? It's, no
0: punitive. Yeah. It's yeah. not a, pu- it's not a punitive punishment that he's giving someone just because they screwed up. And I have to make you, Really regret the choices that you made, right? right? And and it's not, you know, I'm going to tie you up in in the stocks, right? Right. So that people can throw, you know, crap at you, right? Uh, I'm not going to draw a, a an s, uh, a red <laughs> s on you, and call you a scarlet, and so right. that everyone knows that you're a hussy, right? Right. Uh, those are punitive judgments, right? right. Those are things that those are punishments that are made to humiliate somebody and that is probably what sauron is thinking right. that i am going to have to either like serve these people and and subjugate myself to everyone who i wronged right right where it's probably going to be like you should really set some time aside you're on time out mister spend sit some in the time cor- with yourself yeah sit think in the corner think about what you did right <laughs> um uh and it's it's more star child uh parenting than yeah. uh uh than kind of it's like corporal. It's,
1: it's like a swedish prison. he still gets like Five amazing meals a day, yeah, and yeah, <laughs> uh, and all all it is is him needing to sit back and and really think hard, yeah, about what he did wrong.
0: But <laughs> but when you're evil, right, all you think about is like, well, what if someone what did would something? I do? Yeah, what would I do? Like, right, shit, look what I did to Gorlam, right? Yeah. Look what I did to to Baron and his men, yeah, right. Because they wouldn't and, give me information that I wanted.
1: And especially because he, like, and this is talked about, um, Tolkien says this in, in a letter that he wrote, that he, as much as he um, tried to deny um, certain things about, like, the, the nature of God and the gods and stuff like that, he could never be a true atheist because he was there. He was created by Eru. He was there during the music. Right. So like, he also understands that. And he knows, he knows how wrong or like how evil he's been. Right. And so if you know, if you like not have faith, but know that you're supposed to be a certain way and you totally went against that, that's, that's, that's scary when you don't understand that the person judging is completely blind to any of that. Yeah. Right. The person judging just sees right and wrong, not levels of right and wrong. And And how much can I punish you? Right. Right. And so it's just, it's just like you did bad. So this is, this is
0: what, this (sighs) is your penance. This is your penance. Right. And it's not, and it's not, you know, it's
1: not walking naked through the streets. It's not yeah. like it's nothing. shame, like shame, yeah. <laughs> shame. It's, it's 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 you in solitary confinement for a little while.
0: Yeah. You thinking about what it is that you did. Right. Right. Uh, I mean, yeah. I think the, the 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 worst thing that that Manway did. Uh, when he took uh, Morgoth the first time was chain him up. Right. Right. If you think about it. Yeah. Being chained up for three ages probably not gonna feel really good yeah right uh but he's his his punishments are 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 more i mean his judgment is really just kind of just like well this is what you're gonna have to do right this is it yeah right and he's not gonna yeah i yeah it's it's
1: and i think it's a it's a it's a good point i mean he's made it a bunch of times before but it's a good point that Tolkien's making right is this idea that like when we have and we all do when we have evil in our hearts and we are about to be judged by others we assume the worst yeah right we we assume that that judgment is going to come down the same way that we think that we feel and and so in this instance just like I mean many other people in real life he bails yep he says he says all right i'll be there on my court date you know and then, he, and then i'm just time to,
0: time to send dog
1: yeah and so then he just at that point like you said he he goes east he goes as far away from from everything as he can yeah right and we don't know what he's doing we have no idea what he's doing um out wherever he's doing it but he's probably not thinking about how he can repent no you know
0: yeah Um, there's about 500 years where he doesn't do anything yeah i think the second age
1: this is this is kind of the point that fully turns him to that that dark lord that we see later on right because he he makes the decision at this point there's no repenting there's no going back yeah just like we see with the noldor right um and well with feanor specifically like he he's to that point where it's there's no repenting there's no going back
0: yeah well feanor couldn't go back right (laughs) the rest of the i think it's it's more appropriate to say with the noldor right who went with him to yeah. repent. So, uh,
1: um, and this is the, eight, I mean, it's the end of the first age, right? The yeah. fall of Thangoradrim is the end of the first age and the beginning of the second. Um, and we, like you said, we don't see him for a while. And then when we do, that son of a bitch is on a roll.
0: <laughs> and that, that'll be part two. So stay tuned yeah. for that because this is going to be a two-parter.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> follow us on Instagram, guys. Uh, at the underscore um, uh, if you're watching us now you're on YouTube, that's awesome. You can also listen to us on, uh, Apple podcasts, Spotify, any of those, uh, um, Google podcasts, Google podcasts, all of the, the podcastery places that you can find. We're on like Podbean. I don't even know what it is, but I know we're on it.
0: <gasps> Pod dispensers. <laughs>
1: um, and uh we've got a few people on patreon on patreon it's been fun because i have now finally um published a few of our uh circle of doom episodes so we we have three of them i've got two of them on there the third one's going on this week um i publish our outlines uh which is really fun for people who are our patrons and then i'll send you guys random stuff every once in a while which is good times follow us (laughs) like these subscribe and share like Honestly, like I I know if you are listening to this, you know other people who like this shit. Like, share it. I I love that our numbers have gone up. I was talking to Ariel and saying, really, like, it's yeah. Well, like, I, so I was talking to Ariel and I was saying how it's really cool that anytime I publish an episode, I know that around twenty people subscribe because it's listened right away. Yeah. And then once I put it on Instagram, a few more people like listen to it because they see it on there but i know that around 20 people like every single time are actually subscribed right which is great like i love that that's way more than what we had before usually it was like five or six every every time i would release something and then it would get bigger and bigger and bigger right um but share if you're on reddit like a lot of us nerds are i'm not but carlos sends me a bunch of reddit shit
0: um, There's a really good discussion on there And I was like, oh, we should do an episode on this Yeah uh, whether, whether Fingolfin thought he could have Defeated Morgoth when he went to go Challenge Morgoth
1: I don't think he was in a thinking mind
0: I think he Knew he couldn't But he was just like, fuck it
1: Yeah, like I, I like Even the way that it's described to us He was not in a mind of thought
0: Yeah he, well, he was, we kind of talked. We kind of talked about it when we yeah, did the.
1: He was in full passion mode. It was yeah. just like, I will, I will, I will burn this fucking place down, me included. <laughs> yeah. Like that's really what he went into it as. Yeah. Um. But yeah. But anyway. Um, but that's
0: on Reddit. So yeah.
1: So I mean, I may
0: if- I may break the rules of the of the Reddit thread and and just post our our shit uh um, like hey guys you should follow these guys these guys are cool <laughs>
1: these guys are super cool it's not me these guys are super
0: cool guys this is not me it's totally not me i found these guys again this isn't me the, one more uh, time not me not uh, me.
1: but but you know share us with your friends even if it's something that like they are into tolkien and not into fitness just tell them to skip the first 15 minutes of every episode like it's easy uh yeah. um, you'll
0: still get an hour of content yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh so like subscribe share us around guys talk to us um we had a big spike of people kind of talking to us on instagram and because i haven't been on instagram that much lately because i'm lazy and bad at it i guess uh we haven't had as many people talking to us so i'll do my best if you guys want to shout out and give us suggestions on who you want to talk about and what you think of the episodes uh but yeah that's it this was a good one we'll have a part two.
0: Bye. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs>